Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. In today's episode, we will be discussing contemporary New Yorkian poet Willie Perdormo. Willie Perdormo was born and raised in New York City. Perdomo is part of the New Yorican Arts Movement, a school of poetry that communicates the discrimination faced by poor and working-class Puerto Ricans in New York while celebrating the beauty of the cultural heritage. He describes the influence of his background on his art, remembering that as a child he'd fall asleep at parties to the sound of Latin music, boogaloo, and salsa. He also recalls that he came from a community of storytellers. His mother, for example, who he says was always full of stories, and that he spent his childhood as an observer and listener. Because of this storytelling community that he counted himself a part of, when he started writing poetry as a means of accessing his imagination, he felt celebrated by those around him and never ashamed. This is something that we really aspire here at Get Lit. We know how much bravery it takes to get on stage and share your words and your truth. So we want to encourage every poet and make everyone feel heard by calling out, go in poet and validating the lines that we love by also snapping along. Just like Perdomo, it's important that we feel celebrated by our community, not ashamed. In addition to his familial influences, Willie Perdomo listed the movies Coolie High, Enter the Dragon, and the album Concepts in Unity, Group Folarico e Experimental New Yorkino, as works that had a major impact on his writing. He is also inspired by the poetry of Langston Hughes and Piri Thomas, both Harlem poets like himself. Growing up in Spanish Harlem in the 1990s had a profound influence on Pordormo's writing. El Barrio is probably the most frequent subject of his works. In a recent interview with The Common, Pordormo talks about how his relationship with his childhood home had shifted, saying, My relationship with the city is that of a native son who comes to visit infrequently, just to be bemoaned its disappearance. One of my worries was how to tap into the language of those memories if I'm far from it. As a younger poet, I would stand on the corner of Lexington and 123rd and just soak up vernacular and imagery. But living full-time in New Hampshire had forced me to tap into a deeper linguistic recall. Over the last 20 or so years, Podormo's historic neighborhood has witnessed significant gentrification, displacing not only the cultural character of the area, but also many of its residents. Willie Perdormo writes about some of these issues and often talks about noticing, walking down the street, that the faces around him are different, even if many of the buildings have stayed the same. Perdormo also talks about how his writing confronts the traumatic and violent things he witnessed growing up. In an NPR interview, Perdormo spoke of particular images that were seminal to his own coming of age and the broader consequences of the 90s drug war, which impacted an entire generation of Black and Puerto Rican men. Podormo, like many other poets, says that he turned to writing and art as a healthy way for him to cope and process these traumas. 
Shaped so strongly by his community, Pordormo describes himself in an interview with the adjoint journal as a sort of unofficial historian and his writings as kind of a documentary poetics attempting to channel and authentically portray the collective voices of his community. And I think that's a beautiful way of putting it. Podormo writes about very personal and individual things, but he also uses poetry as a way of honoring people and places that have shaped him. Perdomo received his BA and MFA from Long Island University. He is also the author of the poetry collections The Crazy Bunch, The Essentials of Shorty Bonbon, Where a Nickel Cost a Dime, Postcards of El Badio, and Smoking Lovely. He also wrote children's books Visiting Langston and Clemente. He has received many awards, including the Pen Open Book Award, the International Latino Book Award, the Claretta Scott King Honor for his children's book Visiting Langston, the National Books Critics Circle Award finalist, and more. He was a recipient of a New York Foundation for the Arts Poetry Fellowship in 2001 and 2009. And he also served as the Woolrich Fellow in Creative Writing at Columbia University and a Lucas Arts Program Literary Fellow. Perdomo has been an English teacher at Phyllis Exeter Academy in New Hampshire since 2013, where he currently resides with his wife, Sandra Guzman an Academy Award-winning journalist, author, and documentary filmmaker. And I don't know about you guys, but I am ready to get into his poem that will be featured in our Get Lit anthology entitled Bad Habits. This poem was published in 2019 in his most recent book, The Crazy Bunch, which chronicles the coming of age of a group of friends one summer in East Harlem. So here's Willie Perdomo's poem entitled Bad Habits. Petey liked to twist the right end of his mustache when he was listening for updates. Y'all remember Petey. He was always on that Chuck chill out tip, but most days he didn't get to choose. When he ignited a squabble, Chuna would slap his right thigh to get every syllable out with a violent scansion. Tommy Lee threw rocks at unsuspecting pigeons. Dwight kept his right hand tucked into the crotch of his lees, steady stunting on some bolo. Angel bit his tongue when he wanted to ask a question. Max counted his money and his money counted him. Brother Lowe liked to whistle all the things you are when it rained that Puerto Rico rain. Chihuahua's nose used to break out into an anxious table of continents when he was skied up. Papu would dance if he wanted to make a point. So imagine him saying, Nah, 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 fuck that shit and popping in, locking on every word. Nestor hated the words, stop, I was only playing. Loco Tommy blinked three times convulsively, then tapped the right side of his face against his right shoulder blade. Jujo spit and spit and spit and spit. Popeye had a villainous laugh. Dre loved to crash revivals. Chino Chan did back handstands from sewer to sewer whenever he received good news. Georgie could scratch his ankle straight through a graveyard shift. The first thing out of Skinnicky's mouth was always a feeling. I think we all can admit that we have some bad habits. Some of mine were mentioned in the poem. For example, when he said Max counted his money and his money counted him. 
Yeah, that's definitely a bad, bad, bad habit of mine. I like to say that sometimes I can be like a Mr. Krabs with my money, if I'm being honest. Some people say it's a Capricorn thing if you're like into Zodiacs. But I feel like our bad habits are like what make us like super duper unique. Like, yeah, it's a bad habit, but like, I don't know, it's like custom to us. It's like who we are. It's like our identity. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Willy Perdormo. Make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye!